I'm Sam Seitels, and you are listening to The Pillars of Hamilton. I don't know about you, but I like to be informed. So I brought in the GOP and Hamilton first. I asked them the exact same questions, and here are their answers. I hope this episode helps you make a good, educated decision on who you're going to vote for. I want to thank both parties for coming and being so very awesome. And who knows, maybe we'll do it again one day. Ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, please welcome the candidates. So I knew uh, eventually you guys would be back here. I knew you guys would eventually be back, but I didn't realize it was going to be so soon. I mean, dude, you were here like last week. It, it feels like I was here like three days ago, but I it feel was, like you live here now. It was <laughs> <laughs> For a good part of my childhood, I did live here. So, yes. <laughs> well said. Well, welcome back. Thank you. Thanks so much yeah. for having us. So, um, the entire Hamilton First crew is here. Uh, will you guys, if uh, if you've listened to the show before, you've probably heard their podcast in the past. If you haven't, I highly suggest you go back and listen. But of course, please, uh, introduce yourselves. Uh, Tom Gribben. Brooke Sacco. And Jonathan Oliva. Welcome back, people. Thank you. Thank you. I have a very important question. How are you guys holding up? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I'll, let, uh, I'll let Brooke uh, maybe take a first stab at that one. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun. It's are you busy a- and it's intense, but we do. We enjoy each other's company, and I think that makes a huge difference. So you have fun throughout this process. Oh, of course. Yeah, you have to make it fun. And I think it, it's important that the three of us, um, it's more than just running mates. I mean, we're, we're, we're genuinely friends. And mm-hmm. so that's, that helps because it can get intense, especially when you're trying to uh, you know, run your kids around, uh, make dinner, still you know, work your job. And um, for Brooke and I, still do the work of being on town council and also um, running, in the, running this campaign and, and, and getting out there and talking to voters and, and meeting as many people as we can. So you guys are genuinely friends. You guys, if, if, if when this is all said and done, you guys will still be talking to each other uh, and hanging out. <laughs> yeah. I, I like to think of it more as family because I don't oh. know that we necessarily chose each other. You know, like your family, you don't choose your family. We kind yeah. of all entered from different directions. Different people brought us into the Hamilton First right. organization. And so we're family, but so we, like you said, we we help each other out. We have each other's backs, and we joke around a lot, and we have a lot of fun together. That's cool. And just like family, when you spend six, eight, twelve weeks with each other every day, when that's done, you need a little break away from each other. (laughs) Oh wow, that's a lot of time together. But but we do. We 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 love each other, and we spend a lot of time together working on the campaign. But just uh, being friends in our normal lives, it's really nice. Did you guys wait? Did you guys know each other before all this was going down? No. Well, Brooke, no. Brooke and I um, met when you first came into Hamilton first. Yeah. And Jonathan, I actually knew his wife Amanda before Mm -hmm. I had met met Jonathan. Yeah. So I I met. Tom, because his daughter had my wife in the ECEC as a teacher, uh, right. Miss Sora, now Miss Oliva. And then I know uh, Brooke because her father-in-law is in the Sons of Italy with me. Right. So um, everybody in Hamilton is connected in more than one way. You know somebody, but you know somebody's somebody. You know, And I think that's how we all kind of knew each other. 
Yeah, yeah. And eventually I'm going to – wait, you didn't – you didn't have your baby yet, right? No, no, no. Okay. We're, we're still uh, we're seven about seven weeks. Seven weeks. Yeah, yeah. Big year for Mr. Jonathan Oliva. <laughs> it sure is. I don't know how you're doing it, man. I'm um, just uh, I'll just keep moving forward. Does he keep smiling like this? Is this <laughs> is this for real? It is for real. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Powerful real. smile. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. No, but it's important to have that around, right? Especially when. Uh, Politics can have so much negativity, too. It's so important to stay positive, right? Um, so some people, like I said, didn't hear your podcasts that probably would be listening to this one. And um, I'd like for them to know a little bit about you before we dive into the questions, the political questions. So just about yourselves. Uh, when I had uh, the other guys on here, the GOP, you know, they talked a little bit about, you know, their own personal lives and what they're proud of. So and, you know, their love for Hamilton. Um, so, yeah, the floor is yours. Good. I'll start first. Uh, so my name's Jonathan Oliva. Um, I am married to my wonderful wife, Amanda Oliva. She was previously Amanda Soar. She's a teacher at the ECEC on Hamilton, and I am uh, I work in the engineering and project management department uh, at South Jersey Gas Company. Uh, so my my day job is infrastructure improvement, uh, road work, um, and uh, I've been doing that for about ten years. So I'm on the uh, Hamilton uh, Planning and Zoning Board, um, member of the Sons of Italy, um, been a member of this community for my entire life and my family's, my parents' entire life and grandparents' entire life. So uh, long-standing tradition of, of being proud Hamiltonians uh, in my group and, and happy to, my wife who's not originally from here, happy to get her into town and really honored to be here again a second yeah. time and this time with two of my really good friends, Tom and Brooke. So thanks so much for having us. Yeah. I'll kick it over to, uh, to Brooke, a little bit about you. Yep, I'm Councilwoman Brooke Sacco. I was first elected to council in um, 2017. I was sworn in in 2018. I am uh, married into Hamilton. My husband, Jim Sacco, has been here his whole life. His family's been here about four generations. So when I met him, he said he would never live anywhere else. And so <laughs> Hamilton was always part of the deal for me. <laughs> if I was going to uh, fall in love with him and marry him, it was Hamilton. And it didn't take me long to realize why. Lucky you. Yeah, <laughs> lucky you. He didn't. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> just how much I was going to love uh, this community. I have three children. I have um, an eight-year-old and a six-year-old and a one-year-old, which means that uh, my entire first year on council, I was pregnant and then had a newborn baby. Uh, <laughs> so it's been quite an experience. Um, I volunteer a lot in the community. I was a member of the Hamilton Mothers Club. I uh, currently chair the Business and Industry Committee and Quality of Life Committee. I also chair the Hamilton Independence Day Parade, so I stay busy around town, um, mostly right now with a young family. My me time is serving Hamilton. You know, a lot of people have hobbies and interests, and I'll get back to that, but for now, when you have small children and a you know, young family and working, I work full time, and doing this, this is what I do in my spare time. Mm. You know what, what what my me time is? This, <laughs> this right now. <laughs> this is my me time. <laughs> cool. Well, welcome back, Brooke Thank Sacco. You for me. Your uh, husband makes a, a great brew. He does. For sure. <laughs> and uh, who are you? Uh, uh, Tom Gribben. I am the uh, uh, currently uh, the deputy mayor and a councilman for the town of Hamilton. I was first elected in 2009. And I am uh, running in my seventh campaign for, for town council. 
I'm married to uh, my beautiful wife, Sarah, who is a, uh, a lifelong Hamiltonian, so I married into Hamilton as well. Um, I always say uh, when we met, uh, you know, we met at Villanova where we, we both were in school, and uh, we kind of knew that, uh, you know, we would, we would likely get married. And uh, if anyone says that taking a, a Jersey girl out of Jersey is tough, Try taking a Hamilton girl out of Hamilton. Oh, <laughs> double but time. Yeah. It was, uh, you know, the best decision we ever made because now we've uh, started our family here. I have uh, three daughters, uh, 10, 7, and 4, and uh, my 4-year-old is here at Reed. Mm, she's doing amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Paige is doing Paige. amazing. And she loves it here, and she loves Miss Lisa and Mr. Sam and all her teachers. And, uh, and. I enjoy serving on council. I got involved because of them. Actually, uh, when I won in 2009, we had just had uh, my oldest, Grace, in September, won in November, and was sworn in in January. And I said the reason for getting involved was because you know we were going to establish our family here, and uh, it was important to me that as we had kids and as our family grew, that they could grow up in a town that they felt safe in, that they would love just as much. As, as I loved that as much as their mother loved growing up here and um, and to keep it a, a thriving community and to help it grow and to especially keep it safe and so it was for them it was for their friends it's for the you know the the children and the families of Hamilton because I love this town and I want others to uh, to love it uh, too and keep it uh, keep it moving forward so that's why I got involved I I volunteer for a lot of uh, uh, sports teams that my daughters are on. Uh, my daughters play softball, so I volunteer as a coach at the Little League, and uh, I'm a head coach for the Soccer League. How are uh, you doing working with kids, my friend? <laughs> it's great. You're stepping into my yes. world. <laughs> the soccer, uh, the Little Kicker soccer is um, six and under, but I have a lot of a lot of four and three-year-olds on <sighs> my team. You're coaching three-year-olds. Yes, and it is, uh, that it's is my fun. <laughs> It's fun. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> I love the, the one thing I do like is that uh, so we have uh, practice for a half an hour and then we have half hour games. And so uh, anytime someone from my team scores, I always make it a point to pick them up and run them around the it's field. It's very Mr. Sam of him, yeah. I think. That is a thank you for saying that. I can't say that by myself. Yeah, yeah that was a yeah. cool move. That's a cool move. I like that. The kids probably really look forward to it. I hope they do. Yeah, that, yeah. we have fun. We we definitely have a lot of fun. I love that. I love that. That's how you see me. <laughs> right on. <laughs> okay, guys. So. Um, I said I told this to uh, the GOP when they were here. Um, you know that I know you guys. You guys are my friends. Um, I, your kids have come to my school camp one day. Perhaps your kid will. A couple years, mine will be there. Yes. Yep. Yep. Yes. Miss Lisa's saying yes. Our kids will go. Our our two kids will go to school together. Sora and uh, baby Oliva will, will end up going to school together. It's Baby, a big deal. Yeah, it's Baby cool. Oliva is due on a great day. What? What day? Oh, yes. Due on my birthday. <laughs> no way. <laughs> my baby is due on Tom Gribben's birthday. Look at that. <laughs> wow. A special day. It's a very, very special day. day, guys. It's going to mean even more to me a few if there, she's born on that day now. You'll never forget Tom Gribben's birthday. <laughs> yeah. You might have to, yeah. You might have to like remind him sometimes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Facebook. I would. How? That's the only thing I really love. Love about Facebook is it reminds me about the birthdays. Never forget. Yeah. <laughs> never forget. So okay. So here's what happened. Um, I was approached 
uh, by some people who were very nice about it, but they heard from another party that um, some people thought that I was only having you guys on as maybe, uh, I don't know, try to give you guys a political edge. Um, hopefully you guys know that was not my purpose. I like you guys and I wanted you guys on my show and that this show is not about that at all. Um, and I think anyone who li actually, I think if these people actually listened to my show, they would realize that. But, um, you know, I, I also think that um, there wasn't a debate, and we can talk about that. And I think that a lot of Hamilton doesn't know who's running. Um, and if I have this opportunity to give a platform to you guys and to them and um, just be able to be objective about these questions, ask questions that Hamiltonians, the citizens of Hamilton want to know, and you guys can answer, they can answer, people can go back and forth and decide which answers they like better. Um, I think that uh, I think this, this could be really good for the people of Hamilton. So um, thank you for coming on, and uh, are you ready to answer these questions? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. I'm going to answer them in the exact same... Oh, just so the listeners know. I'm going to answer, uh, ask them in the exact same order. So even if you do want to jump back and forth between the episodes to uh, compare and contrast, you can do that. Um, here we go. And uh, the first two are uh, I put first because, you know, uh, I work with children. It's very important to me. I have four of my own. What will you be doing to improve the lives of children growing up in Hamilton? I'll take that one. Yeah. Uh, we were re recently awarded a grant for uh, improving routes to school. It's called Safe Routes to School. And this will go towards uh, building better uh, walkways and pathways to school from sidewalks. There are some streets around the school campus. And when I say the school, I mean West, Easy, Easy. And then obviously it leads to the high school. There are some uh, streets over there that don't have proper sidewalks. So kids are walking in the street. So not only that, it'll also have uh, crosswalks implemented. There are missing crosswalks as well along Fourth Street and, and certain areas. So, what do you mean not the sidewalks are improper? There are some streets that they don't have any sidewalk. Oh, they just don't even have. They a don't sidewalk. have any sidewalk. Oh. Yes. Yeah. So it'll be North Street and some of Walnut and just improving walkability for kids to get to the school, which I think certainly will improve lives of children here. We we. Uh, bus a large number of the kids in our district uh, but there are kids who walk to school who want to walk to school and it teaches them independence and I, I know I as a kid I walk to school mm -hmm. and they should be able to do that safely so that's one aspect and then the other is we just applied for a small cities grant now a small cities grant was awarded to the town back in 2008 ish and that's the money that was used to build the canoe club the big building that sits on the lake and yeah. it's, uh, it was Hamilton's first senior citizen center we just celebrated its 10 anniversary it's a beautiful building sitting out there on the lake and so if awarded it would be the same amount which is four hundred thousand dollars we're confident that we're going to get it i hope we're going to get it and then we will use those funds to improve the playground area to improve again pathways and walkways go ahead I was going to ask you to elaborate <laughs> on that, but you were starting to. Yes. Uh, so there, yeah. right now, if you park at the playground and you want to go from the playground to the recreation fields, there really aren't any ADA compliant walkways. So if you're using a wheelchair, if you're a grandparent or if you're a child you know, or if you have a stroller, it's not really easy to get from one place to the other. So improve pathways and then also upgrade some of the playground and put equipment, which could certainly use some updating. Excellent. Bring it up to par with other parks in the area and also um, some ADA compliant uh, pieces of equipment for children. What is an ADA compliant piece of equipment? Well, I don't know. You probably wouldn't even notice some of them if you just looked at them, uh, you know, in a, in a park, but it might be uh, 
something that looks like a big boat, but it has a really wide opening because you can just wheel a wheelchair onto it, and it's something that would rock back and forth. Oh. So and right now we have one swing. It's like a blue swing. Yeah, I've seen that. You can kind of lay down in it. I never knew yep. what that was for. Yep. So that's what that is. It's, oh. a, it's a handicap accessible swing. So there would be more pieces of equipment that are for kids of all abilities. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Uh, and you said the gate, would the gate be fixed? Yes, there would be improvements <laughs> to the gate. It would be keep uh, keep the children in, keep them a little safer. Uh, it might even be, you know, obviously we didn't even receive the grant yet, but uh, separating areas for you know, five and under or five and up sort of thing. Like you'll see in other playgrounds. Is that not happening now? Is there not a... Specific. I mean, the, the the areas by the swing are certainly geared towards smaller children. Um, and then the areas that are back a little bit are, they're just more challenging. But there's no separation. So if I go there with a one-year-old and an eight-year-old, which I do, I'm chasing the one-year-old all the way through this playground. Uh, so it would be nice if they were kind of cordoned off a little bit. Um, and... I know I hear that feedback from a lot of parents and a lot of grandparents that it's a great Are playground, they? but it's just too big. You know, not they that there's too, too much, big. but it, you're chasing kids back and forth. So if there were a little more, yeah, uh, delineated I mean, I have areas. Yes. yes. What'd you say? Delineated areas for yeah. older children, younger children. I went there the other day with my four kids and yeah, you can definitely, <laughs> you're outnumbered at that point. So yeah, yeah for sure. Um, all right. I, would, I was just going to add that it, it, it's always been um, an important aspect of, of Hamilton First to uh, expand and even create new uh, recreation opportunities for the children of Hamilton. The, the, the soccer fields, uh, that was uh, implemented under, under Hamilton First, the expansion of the soccer fields, which led in turn to, um, you know, you, you see, like I do, uh, on Saturdays with the, with the soccer program. The I haven't been, but I've heard uh, what it's like out there. It is, it is a great program. And we worked. Uh, we work with them to uh, to have those fields, to have those fields lit, and so uh, you know, recreation opportunities and finding opportunities uh, that would benefit the children of Hamilton. I think has always been uh, part of the Hamilton uh, First platform, and so um, you know, I'm, I'm I'm proud that we are continuing that part of our platform this year. As Brooke touched upon, is doing just that: is finding ways to. Uh, seek grant money so we're keeping taxes low in turn but also helping to improve the lives of um, uh, of families here in town and you guys have been pretty successful when it comes to getting those kinds of grants huh yeah mm-hmm. all right um so you ca- you kind of touched on this there's a question about the softball and the soccer so are there plans to make sure that all children of hamilton have access to the town's little league and soccer programs yeah, if you want to touch on that one, sure. Um, absolutely, we've um, we've had meetings uh, with uh, and, and programs in order to um, try to collectively gather uh, equipment for for children that might not be able to afford spikes or uh, um, or bats or gloves. And so there there's been a concerted effort on 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 people that are involved in these uh, programs, little league and soccer, to do that and to have. Uh, um, but I, I think we definitely want to. Yeah, expand on that yeah sorry just got talking to the mic you got it there you go brother sorry very good it's it's important especially for for all the uh families in hamilton you know to uh to know that uh that they feel uh included in the town and everything that our town has to offer i'm proud of our little league programs and and our hysa and how successful they are but i also want to make sure that um everybody has the opportunity 
to join has, in those. Has that been an issue though? Have people not had these opportunities that other kids have? Um, I don't know um, specifically if there hasn't, but I'm sure there are. And so because there have been people that have um, have reached out about, you know, well, where could we find some equipment that is not so um, expensive? Or, you know, is there a way to um, uh, help them with maybe registration fees? So I, I know that I've done that personally. And and so um, I think that that's important to, uh, uh, to, oh, to have that as an option so that there are no barriers for uh, for children that um, that might not have the means to, uh, to you, afford. You think these programs are pretty important, huh, these soccer and... Uh... Oh, absolutely, I do. Yeah, yeah. Abs- absolutely. As, as a you know, person who played uh, sports growing up and, uh, you know, family does and, you know, some of my, uh, my, my goddaughter starting to get uh, involved in sports and dance and things, um, it teaches you such important life skills. It teaches you teamwork. It teaches you structure and dedication. Um, and to learn that from a very young age, it carries through into your teenage years, into your early adulthood. And uh, it really has a way of, of, of you know, building a really strong character in a person. So uh, as a person who has a you know, future son or daughter coming in a, in a couple of weeks, I, I see the value in that. And it, I think we, all of us at Hamilton First, are, are you know, uh, really working towards making sure everyone has the opportunity uh, to partake in those things because it's very important o- overall for, for all the children in the town. Yeah, I think it's important to know if some listeners don't know, uh, Hamilton Youth Soccer Association and the Little League, they have their own independent boards, but each, uh, each of those groups has a representative on our Parks and Rec Commission. So they sit there, and uh, I'm, I sit on Parks and Rec with Councilman Sam Rodeo. So they have representatives that are there every month, and they know they give us updates, and they know what's happening, what's coming down the pike. With, I was with wondering how that worked. I was wondering how the communication worked. So they're, worked. they're independent on their own, but we make sure that there is a representative on Parks and Rec. All right. Great. Here we go. What will you do to support Main Street? You want to leave this one up since we... I mean, you guys have... Uh, if, if you have something <laughs> that you want to talk about you know, first, I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you. You, know, you have the honors as Deputy Mayor. <laughs> Thank you. Um, it's, Main Street's very important to me. It's, it, it's one of the first organizations that, uh, while I was on count, when I first came on council, um, Mayor uh, Steve DiDonato, uh, he and I were both elected together. And uh, when we were sworn in, he had made me chair of the Business and Industry Committee. And uh, Main Street falls within the Business and Industry Committee umbrella on town council. And so I had the opportunity to, uh, to jump in and, and work with the program and work with Cassie Iacovelli and all the great and wonderful volunteers that have put in a tremendous amount of time and a tremendous amount of years. This started over 25 years ago. They're in their 26th year. Um, and they've done incredible things, uh, you know, winning national recognition uh, for the town. So I, I know the benefit that Main Street has for our town. And, you know, I always say the, the programs that they offer, um, are, are they're, they're just great uh, to, to have uh, families this Saturday be able to come to downtown trick-or-treat and bring your kids out and, and, and feel safe to go from business to business. Uh, By the way, uh, let me stop you guys. Be on the lookout for Batman and his wheel. <laughs> He'll be there, the Dark Knight. Go on. Yes, I mean they they have so many uh, so many great programs 
that really add to the quality of life of everybody in town. It's you know if it's kids uh, at the at the downtown trick or treat, you know then it, then it's families and, and and our seniors and anybody everyone in town to come down to the annual tree lighting and the events that they have around the holiday season, the third Thursdays where we have our businesses and our restaurants offering specials. And they work with these businesses to make our downtown look so attractive. And I'm very proud of the work that they do and how we can you know, continue to support Main Street because um, it's very important. And I really enjoy hearing people say, wow, you really have a beautiful downtown. And, and we talked about this the other day. It, it, it comes to the point where we're so used to it that, that, that sometimes um, it's always good to take a step back. And I know I especially love hearing it from from people that drive through our town or come here to, to go to a show at the Eagle Theater or to uh, go to one of our restaurants to say, you know, you, you really got it going on in Hamilton. You guys really have a beautiful downtown. And, um, and it's, it's not just that. Main Street and the fact that they've helped our downtown has, I, I think, encouraged uh, businesses and other areas of our town to, um, uh, you know, to, to kind of, to, expand businesses to come here um, and it, it you know from the center I think all things grow and I said if you have a great downtown the rest of the town will follow and I think we you know I definitely believe that we've seen that happen I was, Go ahead. I was gonna say I think Tom also hit nail on the head on something I, I was gonna say was keeping the diversity of the businesses as well as the diversity in the events is very important for the downtown and what I mean for that is that throughout the course of the year some of those events might be more geared towards children or teenagers or young adults or you know um, you know middle-aged adults as and seniors um, so the events across the entire year you know uh, you know are, are able to be enjoyed by everyone in town same for the businesses it's not just line with restaurants you have professional businesses you have drugstores and tour stores and bakeries and you've got a uh, um, you know show of kitchens you've got you've got a whole bunch of different um, uh, stores downtown or businesses downtown and it keeps it a really vibrant place so I think that diversity in terms of the type of store that's downtown is important it helps contribute to a, an overall thriving downtown feel um, and that's a really powerful uh, motivator it, it keeps it keeps people wanting to come out people who have young kids will then come out it has people who want to come out on a date night will come out people who want to come see a band or just get dinner or you know just go grab delicious bread you know it it, <laughs> it keeps the yeah. downtown very busy vibrant uh, and it keeps community strong yeah so okay but so what will you guys do what what I don't know. Well, I think we need to take a step back. Tom was a little humble there, and I think oh. <laughs> for those of you who are who are might be you know your listeners uh, your, that their kids come to school here, they might not have been here uh, before Hamilton First That's leadership, right. and they it's important to understand that you know the work that this administration and Hamilton First has put in to improve that downtown because it was it didn't always look the way it looked, and it wasn't always as fun and exciting and. Um, there was a lot of hard work that went into that over the years. Yeah. And it's also, while it's thriving and it's wonderful, it's also very delicate. And so you need your leadership to support that. Uh, we need to support our Main Street program and our Main Street director. And I think that um, Hamilton First has a proven record of doing that. Yeah. So. 
Can I ask why you say it's delicate? Well, small businesses in, in this country, you know, it, it's tough. It's tough running a small business. You yeah. run a small business. So it's, <laughs> you know, it's it's not easy. You're, you're putting your uh, your entire life into it. It's, it's nonstop. And so they need the support. They need to know that the town is supporting them from Main Street to the Chamber of Commerce. Um, we all need to work together. Yeah. And I, I think Tom is also right. The Main Street brings in uptown businesses and businesses all around town they're always sponsoring events like the tree lighting and such so it just makes the community stronger yeah and and and, and one part of that supporting main street what does that mean like you will always find uh, myself you will always find brooke there you will always find jonathan there at those events supporting them Mm -hmm. showing them that we appreciate what they're doing um bringing our kids to these events and it's not just i mean it's year round it's not just you know, during election season where you think that <laughs> you see a politicians are at events. We go to these events year round because we appreciate that they have them. They're great events for people, uh, for families in town, uh, for anybody. You know, I, I, I feel very honored that they that I've been able to act as the MC for the tree lighting. And I take that oh. job very, very seriously. <laughs> I, I love doing Quite that. Quite good on the microphone, <laughs> my you. friend. Thanks. Quite good. But we've and that's the thing, you know, town council. Um, financially supports uh, Main Street and we want to continue to do that because of the asset and the assets that they give to our town and what they bring in our businesses um, you know unfortunately it's it, you can't sustain um, a, a town like Hamilton uh, a beautiful small town like ours with just um, uh, the residents you have to bring in visitors you have to bring in uh, consumers from other you areas have to, huh? mm-hmm. that's th- those dollars coming in from the outside is what helps us to thrive because um, you can't just do it with the you know you, you can't just be closed off you have to bring people in to do that and so I think like Jonathan said the the uh, eclectic mix of stores that we have breweries like uh, like vinyl and there is quite a mix i went in i went to any of the stores ricky's mortar is mortars part of that crew too the um tattoo parlor yeah mm-hmm. that place yeah, is it's bonkers great. i was like what this is in hamilton this <laughs> is that a great gallery opening yeah. the other night is that um, where you went i went there yeah. and uh she's my halloween special <laughs> so i'll interview her for halloween i mean we, <laughs> we we even have we have a college downtown i mean stockton opened up a satellite campus downtown the noise museum is downtown it mm-hmm. is like tom said a very eclectic group of stores and it brings in people of all ages um, you know who want to come and enjoy just a something there's so many options for people there I'm glad Jonathan mentioned Stockton because that was that was one of the um, you know I, I feel um, proud of that accomplishment that uh, I worked with uh, Mayor uh, Di Donato Mayor Steve Di Donato um, to uh, to reach out to Stockton to talk to uh, their then president and uh, and say to them that Hamilton would be the ideal location for their um, for their first satellite campus, and so oh, wow. we were very very proud of that accomplishment. That they looked at Hamilton and they said, you know what, you're right. This would be a great place to be a college town, and they've been here for a number of years, and they're a great partner uh, for Hamilton. Uh, and and I think that that you know that took vision on on the part of uh, of Hamilton first to want to reach out to a college and say, hey, listen. Look at our town. Could this be an opportunity for you to come here and uh, and offer that to uh, um, to South Jersey? And and they did, and we're very proud and very happy that they have because they've been a great neighbor and and they're doing very well over there. 
as we're talking, I'm just thinking about how much is scrunched into this little awesome town. <laughs> it's so crazy. We're really, I'm lucky. I'm lucky I came here. Guys, are you ready to talk roads? I feel like I feel like this is a hot topic uh, this week. I think I'm always ready to talk roads. Uh, <laughs> talk roads all day. All right. So, what are your plans for the roads? I'll, I'll take that one. Go ahead. Yeah. You guys are okay with that? Um, so, Hamilton First is put forward as part of our Hamilton Vision 2020, a 10-year-long road program. Um, and just to make sure all the listeners kind of understand, right now we have is, is like a year-by-year road program where uh, every year you get um, you know, a subset of money and you say, I have X amount of money to do X amount of work. And maybe it's 10 roads or 12 roads, depending on what you have to do. What we're looking to do is we're looking to build a 10-year-long program. And what that does is that lets bidders know, people who are uh, companies who are going to bid on the, the paving of the work, um, that there's going to be future years worth of projects. And what that does is that helps keep costs down because they know there's future work coming. So they're going to continue to try to keep their costs reasonable because they know that there's a potential for future work you know, leading later on. What it also does is it allows you to kind of jockey your schedule a little bit. If you have a, a street that's in year three that you want to do, but actually, after this winter, it got a little worse. So you want to move it up. Wait, You're, I'm sorry. I, just back it. What does that mean? A, a road so that's in year three. So let's just say uh, it's this year is 2019. We have a set of roads that want to be done this year. Let's say I had a 10-year road program now. And there was a road in 2021 that was going to get done. Okay. 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 So that's like the third year of the road program. Of the program. Okay. If after this winter, that street you know started to deteriorate, deteriorate quicker, we could say, hey, you know, we have to pull this one into 2020. We have to do this one right away. Um, and I have to take one from 2020 and push it out to 2021. It allows you to uh, jostle the money a little bit. So in this way, you're not impacting the, uh, the taxpayers uh, to pull another road in. You can push another road out. Um, it allows you to build, um, you know, a, a, a really strong plan of infrastructure and road improvement over the course of a 10-year program. So our program intends to hit every road in town over the course of a 10-year period. And some of them may be full road reconstruction where you have to redo some of the utilities, you have to do some of the sub-base and the road itself. Some of them, most might be a mill and pave. That's where you take the top two inches of asphalt off because the asphalt is you're starting to fall apart a little bit and you put new asphalt down. And some of them may be, hey, these roads are really in pretty good shape. The sub-base is great and most of the asphalt's great, but you got a couple potholes. So we've also putting together what we call a pothole patrol. Um, and that'll be coming around. So then this way, hey, in the, when the, the freeze thaw happens, it gets cold and then it gets warm, it gets cold and it's warm, it rains a lot, sometimes you get potholes, fix them on a timely manner. Uh, so then this way they don't continue to deteriorate because it's kind of like a crack in your windshield. If you let the crack in the windshield, you know, you know, just uh, you don't fill it, it'll splinter and get worse and worse and worse. The pothole's the same way. So we put together a pothole patrol, that's part of our, our program uh, you know, as well. So in this way we can help keep the good roads good uh, and also replace some of the roads that are in more need for, uh, for repair. All right, do you wanna talk about the roads that we have been paving? Uh, we yeah. just uh, finished up, oh, I don't think we finished up, 14th Street. I know 14th Street is, is still in progress. Um, Washington Street is complete. Uh, it was pretty bad between um, Orchard and Bellevue, or 12th Street. And now Grape. Just We just began work on Grape, not in the streets. Curse and, 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 and what kind of work are, are you talking about for 
you were talking about the different jobs you have to do. Like, what are the different ones you have to do for the ones you're like on Grape Street that you're currently that's, working on? That's curbs and sidewalks, um, and and, uh, and and curbing work. It's it's that's you know a, a fairly major project to do that um, to replace those curbs. Uh, and, and and Grape Street was recently uh, repaved just uh, two years ago, uh, and and so you know we, we we take pride in saying that Hamilton First has has led has had more miles of road paved in town than at any other point in our town's history. So we take roads and improving infrastructure seriously. It's always been one of the cornerstones of Hamilton First to improve infrastructure, but also to do it in a fiscally responsible way. It's one thing to say, hey, listen, we're going to pave every road in town. We'll pave it in gold. You know, you can say that. But unless you actually have a plan to, you know, uh, or show the people how you're going to um, pay for it, then it really doesn't mean much. We actually, uh, you know, have put this plan forward because we look at what is the most fiscally responsible way that we can spend taxpayer dollars and improve infrastructure in our town. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of the program that we've had in place now um, and how we've been able to, uh, to pay for it. Uh, 2019, we, uh, another proud achievement that, that Brooke will attest to, uh, no tax increase in 2019, yet we have uh, a number of roads that have uh, that have seen work in 2019, and we've already um, have established the roads that will see work in in, in 2022. Um, so, being you always have to look at how can you be um, financially responsible in making the uh, proposals that you want to make, and 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 I think that we've been successful in doing that. Not only keeping taxes low, but being very successful in, in in going after a lot of the problem roads in town, uh, Valley Avenue for the for the longest time was uh, that was a major project that was not only um, that was not only uh, um, uh, repaving it but that was utility lines being replaced curbs being replaced and so um, you know I know that the mayor uh, it, it, this was his uh, brainchild and but I, I have to give a lot of uh, credit to uh, Councilman Sam Rodeo who is the uh, the chair of the highway department. Um, and he takes pride in, in the work that we've accomplished and his oversight has been, uh, has been invaluable to our town. And so um, we wanna continue that. We wanna continue uh, paving roads and, and, and uh, redoing infrastructure in, our, in town. It's very important. And I think that we've made a plan that people know um, that we keep our word because we've done it for so long and we'll continue to do it and we'll continue to do it in a uh, fiscally responsible way all right so you've kind of touched on this already talking about grants and whatnot i'm gonna ask you the question anyway maybe you want to uh, touch on that more or you can um talk about something else uh but it's an important question anyway because everyone wants uh, low taxes uh how will you accomplish your plans while keeping the taxes low so I guess I'll, I'll touch on grants just on uh, for roadway work, uh, mm -hmm. you know, as well. Um, we we uh, applied and we acquired uh, a grant for what time was one point four million dollars. Yes. One point four million dollars um, for and that will help fund this year's road program and next year's what we're planning for next year's road program as well. Um, it's one thing to say that you have, like Tom said, you have all these plans that you want to do, but at some point you kind of have to find the happy medium 
uh, between what is fiscally responsible and what is you know in the best interest of the what's in the best interest of the town and what are the plans that you think will actually benefit the town as a whole. So, looking into uh, grant money, and Hampton First has always been very aggressive in applying for grants and working its way to try and acquire as many grants as possible because it allows us to do more without any financial burden on the town. Um, so Hamilton First is going to continue to stay diligent in not only looking out for what, what grants are out there, but also making sure we make the most, um, we make the best proposal um, out there so that we can acquire them in, you know, in a timely manner and, and, and perform as much work uh, for the town as possible. To circle back to Main Street, uh, Main Street is constantly seeking grants uh, for the arts and for marketing, and we receive uh, I think, what was the name of the grant that we just received from the Lieutenant Governor? Um, uh, the community? No, Neighborhood, neighborhood uh, Preservation, preservation. Yeah. Program. Uh, So that was a grant we were just awarded a couple months back that will uh, fund an arts walk on a Main Street program. Uh, again, we, I know you say Cassie's mentioned in every every. She person. sure has, and I cannot get in touch with her. Cassie, where are you at? <laughs> She's busy working hard uh, no to doubt. keep uh, Main Street affordable. So uh, just to go back, like, Main Street is run on a very, very, very small budget, so it, grants are just invaluable to the program. And we're able to do it on such a tight budget because of our volunteers, because we have such a great working relationship with Main Street and with the Chamber. And we have an amazing group of volunteers that are just invested in the program. Uh, so when it comes to roads, we can be more conservative you know because we're not overspending here because we have all these grants that are coming in through main street so we're not taking away money from for infrastructure to do you know all the fun things that we have going on in town not only are they funded by grants but they're funded by other big businesses you know cassie's constantly going out and seeking um sponsorships from big businesses all around the region that sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> she's got a tough job. She's a really she's hard job. She does tough. a spectacular job. She's at tough it. herself. Yeah, she's she's a great worker. I know. For all the, um, as Jonathan mentioned, uh, for all the success that we've seen with grants, um, you know that that's important. But also, uh, being fiscally responsible, being fiscally conservative, um, as Hamilton First has been is uh is very important that's a very important aspect of why we've been able to keep taxes low in the 14 years that hamilton first has uh, has come to being hamilton first was founded in 2005 and in the 14 years since that time um you know uh, taxes have been held down have been have, have been at their lowest point than they were at the 14 years prior to hamilton first uh 14 years prior to Hamilton first coming into being, uh, taxes increased by over uh, 74% on an average home in Hamilton. And so, um, you know, we looked at that and we said, you know, how, how can that change? Because you want to make the town um, uh, affordable and you want to keep taxes low. And so grants are an aspect of that, but also, you know, paying down debt. We're very, uh, we're very prudent and we're very conscious of paying down debt. We recently um, went out and uh, to a, a bond sale that is going to save the town. Um, oh, was it? Uh, we were just notified. The the, the uh, I'll note it in my report at the next council meeting. <laughs> but we will be saving a substantial amount of money because of the bond sale that we just had. It's not extending the life of our bonds. It's just selling them to investors uh, at a lower rate. So now the town is paying uh, a, a lower rate of interest on the bonds that as they currently exist. 
and so you know that that takes that, that takes foresight uh, to be able to say you know what are some ways that we can save the taxpayers money uh, let's have a bond sale and, and and try to keep interest rates low so that we can reduce taxes um, so or that we we can keep taxes low and um, and a big part of it is also bringing in business and, and, and Hamilton first has been very successful in bringing business to town um, that bring um, tax rateables uh, into our in, into our, our, our tax base how, how have you guys been successful in that uh, a, a, couple of the play, um, the new businesses that have opened in in uh, just around town like Brooks said Hamilton the businesses in Hamilton at one point um, it took a big effort between small business and investors to to bring Main Street back to where it is and as we said the town has kind of flourished from that uh, NJM has been a great partner Kramer beverage and their expansion you know they they feel as though Hamilton is their home now and they've had such a great partnership uh, with the town that they've now expanded uh, to uh, to build an additional hundred thousand ribbon cutting is actually with two big ribbon cuttings yeah. next week Kramer beverage on their expansion uh, is next maybe next Thursday and also Atlantic care Atlantic care expanded where the yeah. emergency room is they put on this whole new pavilion and there'll be a ribbon, ribbon cutting there next Thursday so those are just two examples yeah. of but Atlantic care the their original building was built uh, was was still built uh, you know while uh, Hamilton First has been um, leading town council, uh, and then you had uh, a lot of businesses on the Pike, the dialysis place, um, and um, a lot of expansion of business here in Hamilton. And so you have to be able to make them feel confident in the town and confident in the leadership for businesses to want to come here and for businesses like that to invest, to reinvest in our town and expand their businesses here. And so um, I'm proud of the efforts and the work that we've done to do that. All right. So now uh, for the fun part, I have a question about the debate. Um, ladies and gentlemen, um, in your own opinion, why was there not a debate? Um, well, I, this is my third time running in four years and I've never had the pleasure of debating. So I just think that unfortunately Hamilton First is the only party that's always open and willing to debate anytime, anywhere. Have you any guys format. tried to debate before and been denied or yeah, well, both other times. I have uh, I've so like I said that I've 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 run quite a few times. Um, and uh, I've I've participated in two debates. The very first time I ran and um, Four years ago there was a debate and that we haven't had many but I will tell you this in every year that Hamilton first has been a part of this town since 2005 we've consistently called for debates whether uh, it's uh, you know, people that are currently on council or challengers we're always willing uh, to answer questions because we there's no better way for the residents of the town to assess who is the best person uh, to lead this town into the future than to actually hear from them, hear their ideas, talk to them. It's not just that because that's what we're doing in here and I agree with you. Yeah. This is a great step what we're doing right here. But to be completely honest, there's things I hear from one table where I think to myself, well, yeah, that makes sense. And then I hear something from another table and I think, well, yeah, that makes sense. But it would be so good to hear you guys say why your idea is better. better. It really would. It would yeah, be so it, helpful. It would be really beneficial to the town to have both groups in the same room 
answering the same question so people could actually make a you know a strong educated decision based off the the policies um, and the plans of, of one group versus versus another you know in, in regards to this year's debate so Brooke said she's uh, this is her third campaign it's Tom's seventh this is my second I ran last year we we asked for a debate last year and um, the the uh, the other party did not oblige and this year um, you know we we went to we we said let's take every extra step because I remember uh, remember telling the mayor I said let's 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 take every extra step we can and so we went to town hall and we petitioned to have it at town hall to have it in a neutral ground and uh, that was granted by by town council um, and then after that uh, the the League of Women Voters of Burlington County uh, came and said that they would um, they would uh, moderate the debate. Um, so in this way, it wasn't someone going out and acquiring a, a, a person to debate and feeling that somebody had an unfair advantage. So they they offered to uh, to moderate the debate, uh, and that was communicated to both parties. And um, you know, since there, we just hasn't been able to get uh, any traction. But you know, well, Hampton first is always for open and honest government, right? So basically, the other uh, guys were telling me that um, it's between the campaign managers. So are the I mean, are the campaign managers, I don't know how this works, man. Are the campaign managers making progress? Is this actually happening? Are, two, are campaign managers talking and making something work? I know, I know that our campaign manager um, has consistently said um, that our candidates, Hamilton First, Brooke, Jonathan, and I, are just, just tell us the day. Tell us the day that you're available and we'll make ourselves available because we think it's that important. And I know that uh, the people speaking on behalf of us have communicated that almost every day. Just um, let's make this happen. Um, and it just seems like there have been roadblocks from the others. And it's unfortunate because, uh, like Jonathan said, that is, uh, that's a cornerstone of having an open and honest government. Uh, taking questions from people, being put on the spot, um, and, and, and said, you know, here's a problem. How can you help me? Or how can you fix that? Or how can we make this better? And that's something that Jonathan and Brooke and I, we take pride in going to as many events and meeting as many people as possible and being open and accessible and not closed off and not, you know, we don't hide from people. We put ourselves out there. We put ourselves in situations where people feel comfortable coming to the people that are on town council like Brooke and I are or on the planning board like Jonathan or who want to be the town leaders to say, what are your plans? How can you fix this? Or, you know, is there a way that you can help me do this? And so we put ourselves out there to do that. And I think that that is um, people like that. And people want to, um, you know, they want that from their leaders. And so that's why I think that's important that we continue to do that. We will always continue to do that. But um, we feel it's important to have that debate because Hamilton First is, you know, an independent group of many uh, people from different backgrounds, and we're very inclusive. And, um, and so debate, healthy debate, has always been um, a part of Hamilton First. It always will be a, a part of Hamilton First. And so... But you know. it doesn't seem like you guys ever get to debate. <laughs> <laughs> also, I think it's... Uh, Sam, I know you were at our headquarters this year for our grand opening, and I, I, welcome, I thank you for coming. Um, we always have a headquarters for that very reason. Our doors are open twice a day. It's completely staffed by volunteers. That's not easy. It's not easy to get uh, that many volunteers who want to come and sit at the headquarters uh, for two to three hour shifts. What are they doing there? 
They talking are there people. talking to people. People walk in, help them get registered to vote, answer any questions, let them know about events coming up. It's not easy. It, it's it certainly takes some of our funding away. It takes some hours from our volunteers mm -hmm. away. We can be, they could be doing other things for us, but they're sitting there. And so the doors are always open. And so, sure, we might not debate, but we're always there. We have events there on a weekly basis at this point. And that's why it's so important for us to have headquarters because we want to have FaceTime with people and it's open to the public. There's no expectation when you come in, there's usually something to eat and something to drink. Sometimes there's music, kids are welcome. And it's, you don't have to know somebody. You can just be walking down Central or Bellevue or wherever it's been. We've had it out on the White Horse Pike, just driving by, walking by and, and get to meet your town officials. The mayor's there, Councilman Rodeo's there, Tom and I are there. People are there, people who are connected and involved and volunteer, uh, you know, volunteer in the community. And you know, we yeah. might not be able to debate, but we always have that year after year. So mm -hmm. it's always open. Doors are always open for people to yeah. come and communicate with us, share ideas. All right. Um, last question before we get to the chat pack. Um, but you guys did really answer this throughout the entire podcast, but I, I, just to be fair, I have to at least ask the question unless you have anything else to add to it. Um, what will you do to support Hamilton's events and traditions? I guess we didn't talk too much about traditions, but yeah, well, what will you do? I mean, that is a very important, we're very proud of Hamilton's traditions and, and we have, we're very proud that we, that Hamilton First, under the leadership of Hamilton First, have created things that have become annual events that people look forward to every year. Uh, I'm proud to be a part of the, the blueberry drop on New Year's Eve uh, to, to host, can I say host? I think you co-host. Co-host. Okay. You can't I, say host. I co-host co that <laughs> event with uh, with our school board member and my good friend Ray, Ray Shipione. Shout out. Shout out to Ray. Um, and, and we look forward to that. And I know that there are a lot of people in town that look forward to that. But um, there were a lot of volunteers and people that uh, are behind that idea. And it's something that was fostered uh, through Hamilton First. And that's what we want to see continue. Um, but that's one event, Fireworks on the 4th. We're committed to doing that year in and year out now. Um, and Fireworks on New Year's Eve as well. But just to be able to support the current events and traditions that make Hamilton so great, we are extremely proud of, uh, of helping to promote the Our Lady of Mount Carmel Festival that, that occurs every year and, and being a, a good partner with the Mount Carmel Society and, uh, you know, and they're a good partner with us. And, and so uh, that's, I mean, I, I think that's probably Hamilton's biggest and, and most well-known tradition. It's the longest running Italian festival in the United States. Do you know how long? 147 years, I believe it was 147 years. I think it was 144. This 144. Was I know it's. I know it was in the 140. We got a fact checker back. Yeah, there. we got. It's <laughs> somewhere in the 140s. Um, but I. Th I think to add on to Tom's point, uh, on top of that, we are all also ingrained in the yeah. not just the events, but the portions of the community that that uh, put on those events you know like for so for the uh, mount carmel society i'm a member of the sons of italy we are very active uh during the mount carmel um uh, feast, week. feast week thank you um we are very active during feast week and we're open three days to the public um and we're always out and about and supporting the the assumption um st joe's uh mount carmel uh, so i think for me you know i'm involved in other organizations um who 
who go out to work in these these events that we have and i think tom and brooke are as well so we're investing our time and, and our resources and ideas uh, into those organizations uh, to continue to help those events really really thrive um, so it's creating new and it's also continuing to further uh, existing yeah. all right Sure, yeah. I, I We mentioned this on my last episode, but that's how I got started really with this whole thing with Hamilton First was I was a volunteer for downtown Hamilton. So uh, those events are, are important to me. They're important to my family and pr promotion of those events is something that I spend countless hours uh, day after day yeah. working on promoting. Um, it's it's I love it. I consider it, um, you know, one of my other children uh, is the social media for downtown Hamilton, the Facebook page and the Instagram page. And so, uh, I mean, it being a member of town council now, it makes that partnership even stronger, I think. And Brooke is responsible uh, or in large part responsible for a new event created recently, the Independence oh, Day Parade. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, Hamilton had never had a Fourth of July parade. Mm -hmm. And I always said, you know, it's hard to find a more all-American town than Hamilton. Well, so to have a Fourth of July parade just seemed like a no-brainer. It just so happens Brooke's husband and I are going to have the most American float of all time next year. <laughs> We're talking about the Hulk Hogan float. Yes, yes, yes sir. Yes. That's all you get to know. You better be there. You oh, know, well, here's up. the thing. I think that we should be first. I'll, we'll, Hulkamania will run oh wild, gosh. and then I'll run all the way back. To the Camp Tuscaloosa. That's what I do every year. Yeah. Do you really? Well, I walk with council, and then I go I back, back. And, yeah. and make sure everything's coordinated oh, well. So I, it's not that not that hard. I did it seven months pregnant, too. So well, right. you so can do now, it in much better oh shape than that. Oh she just upped the bar. She just really upped the bar so for you. So hot, yeah. though. <laughs> Um, okay, chat pack time. And uh, normally, as you three know, uh, usually this is totally random. But since we're asking the same questions that we asked the GOP, I'm giving you guys the same chat pack. So are you ready? Sure. Okay. Do we all answer every question? Yeah, do we all answer? All at once. Just Everyone just well, in with an um, answer. <laughs> they, it, I left it up to them. Okay. 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 Yeah, I think if so, we all have something to add, we should go for it. Yeah. I was not... I have to say. Oh, are you? Are we going to talk about your chat pack question? My, ch my chat pack questions. What, what was it? I, oh. answered, I answered one of your questions you a, on my podcast. I, I you gave me two chances, and I don't, on my third one, I drew one that I felt I could answer. <laughs> I'm going to have to re-listen to yeah. that episode. And that was what, um, what would you change about school, you know, and I said a later start time mm -hmm. in California has passed the law. They did it. For yeah. later start times for All high right. school students. Nothing yeah. before 8.30. Right. Wow. Yeah. Where was that when we were in school? Right. Oh, my <laughs> gosh, man. Well, <laughs> I'm going to re-listen to that. Yeah, chat pack can be crazy, so uh, just be ready because here it comes. If you could change one and only one aspect of the U.S. presidential election process, what would it be? Ooh. Ooh. Uh, I, I, you guys don't, you guys don't mind. I'll hop, I'll hop first. Um, so typically, Hamilton first doesn't focus on uh, you know the upper level politics. We focus on Hamilton and what is uh, truly Hamilton and only Hamilton. Um, but I, I would say for for me, I, I would like to see there be more focus on a candidate's platform of what they intend to do, and less on less discussion on what that per other party has done right now there's a lot of there's a lot of negativity there's a lot of bashing um in that well this person has done these bad things 
and someone will run their whole campaign on that other person has done all these bad things, but you never hear about what they intend to actually do for you. That sounds familiar. So yeah, <laughs> but I'm, I think as as you as you watch, you you see that well. Okay, so then I'm supposed to vote for this person who doesn't. Uh, who I have no idea what they're actually going to do. So I, I, I wish there was a little more focus on uh, what everybody's platform was and what they intend to do, and a little less focus on um, you know what what the other party you know, may have done. That's that's mine. I think you know what you're saying is basically just more civility. I mean, I think uh, presidential elections are exciting. I re I think we all remember the first presidential election that we really paid attention to when we oh, were in I school do. and was talked about in school. We don't talk about I can one. tell you that. <laughs> um, but I don't know that um, our last election was something that you know was really exciting for kids. I think it it caused more problems than good. It it wasn't it wasn't very civil. So that's what I would do. I agree. I, as and Brooke can attest to this, uh, uh, you know, as, as a parent of of young children, you, I know at least as we kind of talked about in my podcast, that was, um, you know, I I like politics and um, it's something that was a part of my childhood. I always talked about, you know, the first one that I really remember was 1988, and um, and it. I feel, and I don't think that it's you know it's um, it's trite or anything, but to say that you should be able to look up to the people that are running for president of the United States, I think that's important, mm -hmm. and that's important for our kids. And 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 right, having that civility, not tearing people down. Mm -hmm. um, I don't remember uh, it, and I know people say this a lot, but I really don't remember it being as negative down in Washington as it is now. Mm -hmm. I mean, you always heard stories of. Of uh, the other party, you know, they 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 might bash each other in uh, on the the Senate floor or, or in Congress, but they were out having dinner together that night. You know, you always heard the mm -hmm. stories of of, uh, of President Reagan uh, having a beer with uh, Tip O'Neill, who was the Speaker of the House. And I just don't think you you have that today. And so, yeah, definitely bringing civility back to presidential races, but just bringing civility back to Washington. And that's why I think makes Hamilton first so special and why I like to be a part of it because we are open to all ideas and all people. You you can be an independent, you could be a Republican, you could be a Democrat, but you're, everyone that lives here is for Hamilton and we're for Hamilton and we're willing um, to listen to everybody's idea because one side doesn't have all the answers and I think Hamilton First has shown that you can bring people from different backgrounds, bring them together and say, hey, what can we do that's in the best interest of our town? And local government has more effect on people's lives than anything they do down in Washington. And that's why, you know, having uh, a local party that, you know, you feel connected to or that you know has the best interests of your town um, in mind is an important thing. And I'm happy that Hamilton First provides that for Hamilton. I'm happy that Hamilton First exists. It, it gave me an opportunity to get involved, especially, as Brooke said, as someone that married into Hamilton. Um, back in... Back years ago, I, I probably would have been shut out from participating in, in, in Hamilton um, and, and what goes on in Hamilton. But because of Hamilton first, and like Brooke said, that's why it's like a family. It's it, really like a family to me. I treat these people like an extension of my family because I know that they truly love their town. Um, they, they, they dedicate so much time uh, to it 
that they have you, you know that they have to love this town and so that's why i like hamilton first we keep it civil we want we always run clean campaigns where we, we we don't tear down our opponents we will never do that and um and so i think that we can serve as maybe a model for what washington should be well said tom thank you <laughs> So let's close this thing up. And as you guys know, normally do uh, shout outs. But so here you have an option or you can do both. Uh, you can do a shout out and or you can give one last little talk to the people and let them know why they should give you their vote. John, you start. Oh, <laughs> I, I like I, I like how it's both of you guys. Both look over here. John, 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 and after you. Um, uh, I guess it's I guess it's like I like to have the microphone or. Something like that. It's usually Tom, Tom's the, I, the, I, the microphone. Hamilton, I have met my match. And <laughs> <laughs> someone that can corral a microphone longer than me. <laughs> um, so uh, special shout-outs to uh, really everyone in the town of Hamilton, the town of Hamilton. That, Mr. Sam, thank you so much for having us here. Absolutely. Um, and also you know, to, to my family, who is really the driver of, of why I do the things that I do. Um, you know, I'm thankful for my employer who helps me put food on the table and a car in the driveway, but it's really my family uh, who drives me to, uh, to want to continue to work hard for this community, to want to work hard for the place that we live, where we're, my wife and I are going to raise our children. Um, my parents always, always gave back to the community growing up. It was hard, you were hard pressed to find uh, my dad not umping a game at the park or my mom working the stand or my, my grandparents working the chicken barbecue or, uh, you know, my great grandfather was uh, a, a janitor. And then um, at the uh, at the uh, elementary school um, and my great grandmother was working the bingo hall all the time, you know, so my I come from a long line of, of community volunteers. My family always told me, you know, you'll know when you're ready and how you want to give back. Um, and when I, when I got out of college, I, I came home and I joined the, the Sons of Italy. And I always knew that I could do more. And my dad always told me, when you, when you feel that you have a certain skill set to, to help the town, you'll know what you want to do. Uh, and it was a couple years ago when I joined the planning board, I knew that my experience in engineering and project management, uh, infrastructure improvement could really help serve the town. Um, and then it was a few years ago when I, I realized, uh, you know, I think my vision um, and, and dedication to the town on both the volunteer side as well as the technical side would be a really good fit um, to serve the, the people of Hamilton. And uh, I'm, I'm happy, uh, I'm, I'm proud of this community. Uh, I'm really uh, proud of Hamilton first and I'm, I'm really appreciative of the opportunity that they're giving me to allow me to, to serve uh, my community in, in even more of a way than I could ever have imagined. So. Um, I hope that on November 5th that Tom Brook and I have shown each person uh, that we are truly deserving of their vote. Um, and we, uh, we really appreciate everyone's support. I'll go next because I'll be brief. <laughs> um, I'm not done yet. Two years isn't enough time to accomplish everything that I want to accomplish. So um, I would be honored to be reelected. Um, I think that it is important to have a woman on town council. I think I bring a slightly different perspective, and I think that uh, you know uh, voters should agree. I mean, uh, it's just it's that civility. I think has kind of <laughs> is is possible with a woman up there, and it's just a different perspective. And I'm able to represent 
mothers and women in our community. And as the only woman that sits up there, I, I you know, I just I think it's important. So. Well, I get it because uh, I'm the only guy at re preschool, <laughs> and I feel like my role is pretty important. So I get it. <laughs> Close it up, Tom. I, I appreciate it. Thank you for this uh, opportunity. Um, I, I, I really want to. Uh, I want to thank my family. I want to thank my my wife, uh, my wife Sarah, my daughters uh, Grace, Bryn, and Paige, um, who, you know, and, and Brooke, Brooke knows this too. Um, to have the support of your family to be able to do this. Is uh, is really important, and uh, and they support me a hundred percent because they support what Hamilton First is doing, and um, and so that it, it's special uh, to me um, that they um, are as supportive, and and they they understand that there are times where um, you know I, I have a meeting or I have something to do, but they know that that it's important uh, to the town that I do that, and uh, you know I want to say that you know serving the town of Hamilton. Um, is something that has been very rewarding uh, for me. You know, it's um, it's not lost on me that um, that people, you know, had um, faith in me that they 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 put their faith in my abilities to make the right decisions for this town, um, to spend their tax dollars wisely, um, to. To, you know, to trust me that we would make the right decisions to do what's necessary to keep the town safe, uh, to work with the police department and our fire department. Um, and so it's, you know, I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm Italian and Irish, uh, very, you know, uh, emotional person. And that always, you know, it makes me emotional to think, boy, you know, it's, it's great that, that, that people look to me as someone that can do that. And I, I'm glad that they have put their faith in me to, to serve on council for these uh, uh, for these years, and and I hope that I continue to earn their faith and earn their trust. Um, and I, I have to say that, you know, I want that to extend to the people that I'm running with too. Uh, I know it has with Brooke, and like she said, two years is not enough for the um, for the work and the ideas that she has and what she's already done on council. Uh, I think it's amazing. She's you know dragging us into the, the 21st century by making sure that we have a presence in social media and working to um, help to, um, you know, even paying taxes and, and water and sewer bills online uh, and having that ability. But um, she's done so many good things, and I, I know that she will continue to do it. I'm proud to run with her, not only because, like I said, we're friends, or like a family, but um, because I believe that she always keeps the best interest of, of this town first and foremost. And she has a unique perspective having, you know, you know it's not just having a, a female voice up there. It, it, it's her life experiences and what she brings is very important to the town because, you know, our town is diverse and uh, the makeup of council should be too. And that's what Hamilton First is about. And with Jonathan um, and, and the experiences that he brings as, a, as will be a, a young father where, you know, I, I know where you're, you're coming from. But to have someone that's as smart as he is, uh, it, it really is, you know, I, I take a step back and I, I look at what he's doing and what he's done as an engineer working with South Jersey Gas. And I know what a benefit that will be to town. I am, am, am so confident in this team and confident that we can lead Hamilton continue to lead Hamilton in the future because I, I, I hope that people see that we represent the future of Hamilton and, and we will always keep the best interest uh, of the town moving forward. Um, for us, you know we have to. We, we have families here. We have young families here that we want 
You know, as, as, as having three girls, I want them to grow up and stay here and live here and raise their families here and then take care of me when, when I'm old, <laughs> you know. And so um, what's going to do that? And it's, it's making their, their town the best town that it can be so that they want to go to college, but they want to come back home. And I hope that we're um, providing that to uh, every family in Hampton and every person in Hampton that's growing up here right now to think that, hey, this is a great town and I love what I have here. And once I, you know, make it or accomplish the goals that I want to accomplish, um, I want it to be either in Hamilton or I want to come back to Hamilton because that's how much I love it. And so um, I'm confident that we can continue to keep this town moving forward and uh, and continue, you know, um, continue to to make Hamilton the best that it can be. Um, so I hope that the uh, the voters give us that opportunity um, and put their faith in us uh, again. Hamilton first. It's great having you guys back here. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much, Sam. You guys go out and vote.